The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. Do you have a desire to be famous? Do you want hordes of people screaming your name? Then ask you, I can't even do this. My nose is so stuffed. I just had to have a rhinoplasty. I busted my nose like ages ago, four or five times. And I had it fixed. And I can't even, because um, it requires like a deep breath and a long push out to do this. And I can't say it. And I sound a little bit like, I don't know if I'm on crack or if I sound like a frog. G'day guys, welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We're on with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Bear Fiora. Welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome. Indeed. Thank you for, uh, as always, being my lovely co-host. I'm so sorry about your nose for that. Matter. Okay, no, you're my co-host. It's my show. Yes, my co-host. I hate you so much right now. <laughs> I'm on oh, too many drugs man. to care. And that's what I love about you coming off surgery is you're on so many drugs, you don't care. I care about many things. I'm like watching right now my assistant and my intern mm. struggling to start the live stream behind me, and I'm considering killing them both. That's a bit excessive, don't you think? Who's for- going to who's gonna be left to do it then? To start the live stream yeah my child my child could do this faster well hey if she's if the killing is on the table who knows when you're going to stop you I did never... illegal, you did finally you did legally adopt her now yeah so you, get, you get to get away with a lot of things oh i'd never legally kill i'd never kill her. legally kill her. I, i'd never kill her i like her i do I, but yeah congratulations to me yay yes. i finished the adoption now i'm going to get another one that's true you can now start work on the other hopefully the next one won't be like expensive i mean it's incredible how much it costs no, but me, um, hang on. I'm like watching Lex with this live stream and it's completely off center. It's completely wrong. Like, just fix it, please. No, it doesn't have to be sideways. I don't care if it's straight up. Hey. It just has to show, you know, where it's supposed to show because you're right now showing the wall. So for anyone Technical difficulties I tell behind you. the scenes here. This is what, we're not even talking about Hollywood news. We're talking about all the things that go on behind the scenes here. Uh, at, at, behind the scenes. Show, at Behind so the Scenes. So for anyone that knows, we run a live stream as well. If you ever want to watch it, it's 24-7. It used to be 24-7 during the pandemic. Now it's, you know, most of the time, we, uh, or at least if we're doing anything interesting, we run these two live streams. We run, we blah, blah, blah. one we, runs off Instagram, yeah. one runs off uh, Facebook. And we host a variety of different things. We've done uh, games nights we've done dnd we've done martial arts we've done just i think what general we did karaoke we did dancing yeah, we, we we did that and then i got my face smashed now we don't do it so much um but that's yeah so that's i'm like watching in the background my concentration levels i'm on something called roxycodone which that, is that's like the not that that's their uh what is it their non-generic terminology that's the company's name yeah it's it. it's like oxycodone but basically um it's just I, i'm i'm on woo um, but if it helps, it helps with the, with the rhinoplasty. And I don't even know that I have a nose anymore. You don't even know if you have a nose anymore. No. I can look at it. It's there. It's there and it's pretty and it's a little bit swollen. It's very, very swollen. But I'm really stoked. I did have an interesting time in the hospital, though. What was that like? Uh, well, you were there. Let's see. The first day I got there, I'm I'm going to tell you guys another day uh, about my surgeon. She's incredible just because I don't want her associated with this cluster. And I'm not going to tell you which hospital it was. Mm-hmm. But so I go to the hospital and uh, the, my first day in the hospital, they crashed my gurney. And because I had to take cartilage from my rib, 
to put in my nose. The whiplash was horrible. Then they crashed the wheelchair I was in. Then they went to check my rib to make sure they hadn't injured me. And the guy that went to put the square thing for the x-ray behind my back slammed me in the side of the rib with it in the bed. So I'm now like howling in pain. This is like day one. Hmm. This has gone on. I'm dying. I'm miserable. My right arm doesn't even straighten all the way anymore. I don't know which crash that's from. Well, they they said that you they possibly hyperextended the yeah, elbow they, by I, holding it in place during yeah, the, the surgery. It, well, that was what the, the the hospital said. But I did talk to the doctor and she was like, no, it was by your side. I'm like, well, then yeah, there you go. It's probably from one of the crashes. It's from one of the crashes. And the hospital was like, we didn't do it. My doc, my surgeon's phenomenal. So I believe her. She's not a liar. I don't believe the hospital. I don't though. believe the hospital. They're liars. So that but happened. That, that and then what was the, the next thing? The staff were quite nice. Oh, they were incredible. What was the next thing that happened? In general, like in life, what happened after? No, no, no. What happened after the crash? Because you were there. So you you were ran into several times, be it by other gurneys, by the wheelchair, by the little device they use for X-rays. Other than that, I mean, no, it was that was that. Then there was somebody. I didn't. There was somebody that headbutted my nose. That was that was killer. It must have been the that was yeah. That was middle of the night. She accidentally knocked my nose. I had somebody else dump tea on me, so they had to change my uh, sheets in the middle of the night. That that was killer. I'm still um, happy you're out of the hospital. Like, me too. My, I'm telling my doctor like this. Getting injured yeah. in the hospital. My, I told my doctor, she's like, oh my God, we have to get out of here before they kill you. So this is just like one thing after the other. I'm trying to remember. I should write them all down so I have them in order. But it was like that one. Then there was the one. Um, it was just problem after problem. And then the final day, my lovely roommate, lovely woman had- We, uh, we should explain had, this. We had, you had two roommates. Had two different points. You had two different roommates. The first roommate was a lovely lady. She owns a couple of La Michoacanas, which is like an ice cream parlor. Fantastic. She, Go there if you get a chance. And she, uh, especially the one in Colton. Especially the one in Go Colton. Go to the one in Colton. It's hers. Incredible. Uh, but anyways, she had MS. That's what they found out when she was Yeah, there. she was diagnosed with MS. And the other lady who became your roommate after the fact, she had cancer. Uh, cancer. She had cervical cancer, I believe, actually. Mm-hmm. And she was dealing with chemotherapy. She was in the hospital regularly. She knew the staff. And then at some point when you had your second roommate, they brought a third one in. Because the place was too full. They're trying to like get this third lady in. But the worst of it was, my, my so my first roommate had to do walks. And she'd come like visit me yeah. daily. I love this woman. She's incredible. She's so sweet. She's got, she's got MS. And um, I feel, you know, Does my heart broke for her. she can't be her. sweet? No, no. So it means <laughs> my heart broke for it. She's got a lot going on. She's got two businesses. She's a mom. She's a wife. She's like, I, she's a tough lady. And my second roommate, same thing. She's this incredible woman. And she, uh, so she goes, she, she's getting a blood transfusion and they set this third woman in the room for a while. And, you know, this is different for me. Usually when I go to the hospital, I have like my own room and, you know, I'm, I'm that's usually because I'm contagious, but whatever. So I <laughs> they put this other woman in and she's hitting on my tiny little roommate prison style. Very aggressive. Very aggressive. It's very. Uh, it's it was almost, scary. It's almost demeaning. It's like yeah, sure, like Shawshank that. Redemption style. And so I've now gotten involved. I can barely see. I've got two black eyes, blood running down my face the whole time. And um, my 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 mate with MS comes in, and she's got herself involved. She's taken us out of the room, and we've gone to her room. And Bear has gone in and grabbed all of my luggage, all of my roommate's luggage. She's helping the woman with MS because she can't, she's not stable. So he's piled on one side like a pack mule, holding the woman with MS on the other side because there's not much he's going to do about it. What's he going to do? Punch a woman, you know, a mentally ill woman for hitting on my roommate? No. And it, it, what I found interesting about that too is the nurses were aware of the situation, but they no one was complaining to them. So they were just, you know, maybe thought that it wasn't a big deal. They were ignoring it. It wasn't until we brought it up to their attention directly that they thought, okay, now 
everyone agrees this is a problem so we'll do something about it well so we end up in the day room they end up taking out because i'm supposed to be on my way home they end right. up taking out our ivs in the day room three of us escaped my gorgeous uh my gorgeous friend with ms is like walking around with the back of her gown open being stabilized by bear and she's got an eye patch on while she's trying to defend my other roommate from from very aggressive sexual harassment it was it was just the most bizarre situation i always feel like we should say something just because people may want to choose not to go there it's not just there it's one of the things um, my surgeon had said she said it's all hospitals yeah. doesn't matter how clean or good they well, look there are problems at all hospitals that leads into another point i wanted to make actually um all hospitals have become people's gps what do you mean so it's so you all need universal health care just saying it's so hard for people to get into normal doctors nowadays, get into a general physician. And there really aren't general physicians anymore. All the doctors you could go to on a regular basis are now sending you out to specialists. When I was a kid, I had a doctor named Dr. Batting. He was a gyno. He was my pediatrician. He was this or that or whatever we ended up needing that wasn't too drastic in the moment. So it just seems like people are more specializing than they are trying to be general physicians, which means there's less of them it's harder to get into the ones that we do have. And so people are now turning to urgent cares and emergency rooms as their general hospital. Well, it's visits. also a lack of insurance. Yeah, when when you're absolutely. at a point that you don't have insurance, that causes a really serious problem. And I know you're all going to get mad at me. I know I know my uh, brothers and sisters from the Commonwealth and, you know, most um, first world and nations, I'm just saying. Right. Uh, we We have national Medicare. In Australia, we call it Medicare, and right. in England, it's an NHS. But the reality is, I grew up with with my medical card. But yeah, you can still have private insurance if you want. But America's looking at, talking about um, national medical, like it, like death panels and shit. And none of that's true, at least not anywhere that already has it. Unless you guys are creating something new. No, I, I again, I don't agree with that fact. I've, I've had national medical medical care for years now, and you it's... haven't had national medical. Not national. Your, your country, your country doesn't have it. No, 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 no. I, you, not you what had I had medical care, right? Uh, in any case, it just I never saw it as that big of a deal for countries to have that to begin with. The only problem I see right now is, again, with the lack of general physicians, people are utilizing the hospitals and the urgent cares as their main point oh, of going for it with injured. And they don't. What's the word I'm trying to say? It's not that they couldn't find them, but with the lack of medical care, the emergency rooms can't turn you away. So all you're doing is going there and accumulating debt. And you can't do anything about it, but a general physician office can, could, do. can deny so, it because you some, don't have medical care. Something I think people need to look at as well is since COVID, a lot of nurses have quit medical. Yeah. Um, yeah it was no so kidding. hard on them. So they got used to these conditions where you've got four or five patients per nurse, which is ridiculous. Um, oh, I heard a story that's even higher. It's well, 10. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure in places there are. But it's ridiculous when someone needs full care. Mm -hmm. And the reality is, by doing this, um, people are going to die. And they got used to these conditions during COVID and something that the hospitals have done, and this is what happens. I'm going to go on my Australia-centric rant here, people. So deal with it for like two seconds. Um, when you have a for-profit medical system, they're not going to bring back the nurses they furloughed or laid off or the physicians or doctors they furloughed or laid off before COVID because they've figured out that they can run with less. And the whole point of a for-profit system is to get as much as they can with as little uh, cost as possible. So the reality is they've figured out they can put 10 patients on a nurse 
and function and that's what's happening and it is literally killing people i hate it we weren't even supposed to be talking about this we were going to talk about like how sexist and awful it is that everyone's making fun of madonna for getting plastic surgery and instead we're talking about my rhinoplasty and people being um overworked in hospitals well hey you know we could probably work that into the show today that now becomes just part of the segments everyone's mean to madonna everyone's being mean to madonna i know well it was horrible she got some work done and everyone at the vmas is like oh she's trying to look like herself like you know, in, in the 2000s and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? The woman's never, she's not doing a Vegas show. Her star hasn't dipped. She can still sell at a stadium. Shut up. <laughs> like, if she wants to get Leave some work done. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a huge Madonna fan. I'm not against Madonna. Right. I think what she's done in her lifetime is incredible. She will be remembered. She is a great. Shut up. As, as a side note, has Madonna ever collabed with Marilyn Manson? I don't know. We will Google that during the break. Yeah. We're going to Google just, that. Just, just if anyone silence. knows, I'll give you a free ATV ride if you're the first person to tell me, <laughs> tell me. did Madonna ever do a collab and, with Marilyn and Manson? The song title? And what's the song? <laughs> now, now I'm worried about it. I'm like, did she? How do I not know this song? I love Marilyn Manson. We are going to go to break. When we come back, we are going to be on with the one, the only bird. I, I'm trying to deepen my voice. He's got like this really deep, sexy voice. It's Officer Bird. I know, but the girls that keep writing into the show call him Bird. And boy, they do it in sexy undertones. Into a mental... Ron Jeremy's been committed. I, I don't just, usually. Just in. He is, uh, they... I know. I know what they're saying. He... We are going to go to break. When we come back, we will be talking behind the scenes. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and Rental Cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. Welcome back, everyone, to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Bear Fiorda. Summer has stepped away for a moment. I think she's see. I see her right now coming back to the chair. Hey, how you I'm doing? Well, you are my welcome back. No, I'm the host when you leave, and we're on with the one and only Petri Adonis Bird. How are you doing today? Oh, hello, hello. Um, uh, I'm trying to find out. This is Johnny's Pizzeria. You guys order a pepperoni pizza with extra uh, cheese. 
Don't do that. Hello? Bear will like climb. He will climb in that phone trying to get pizza. He is cutting weight right now. And as soon as you said pizza, <laughs> he literally started to salivate. I like where you took it. I was going to make a porno joke. It was, yeah. Well, speaking of porn, Ron Jeremy's yeah, not doing too well, which sucks. I always like that man. So welcome, welcome. Whoa, 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 whoa. Thank wait a minute. For- wait a minute. Did I come in on the wrong part of this conversation? <laughs> I, Ron, Ron Jeremy. No, Ron, Ron, Jer- Ron, my Ron Jeremy? Ron Jeremy. Um, I met him when I was like 17. He helped me get an internship. Oh, 16. He helped me get an internship with Paramount Pictures, him and Lloyd Kaufman. Um, he was I'll like, I, I don't know about these charges, any of that. He was always really good to me, really sweet to me, uh, really kind and always someone there to like help out. So I was really shocked when these charges came up. Yeah, it, uh, it, it, it can be, it can be daunting, you know, like, uh, we, 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 we never know people as well as we think we know them. Yeah, you know, that's it. Uh, but then again, you know, they're just charges and, uh, you know, you're innocent before proven guilty. So I like that. That's a good way of looking at it. Uh, wait, that's the whole American uh, judicial system. Yay. Yay, America. Usually I'm I'm like saying I, I'm disagreeing with it. So you, on that one. I, no, I, you know, you pay taxes. You can disagree with how we run things here. Yeah, but everyone gets mad at me when I do it on air and tells me <laughs> to go back to Australia. <laughs> go back to Australia with your free health care and your no guns. Exactly. <laughs> so, Lars, you have you had a show coming out. We were talking about you coming up on a, on a cartoon. We've had you had a whole bunch going on. Tell everyone what you're doing and what's going on right now. Okay. So, um, uh, um, uh, since since last we spoke, um, the um, the episode of uh, the Proud Family, Louder and Prouder on Disney, um, uh, has premiered. Uh, it, it, uh, it premiered on uh, February 1st. Uh, uh, you can you can binge watch it because all of the episodes are already posted up on uh, on Disney Plus. Uh, and I'm in episode number five called Puff Daddy. Um, uh, the, uh, That's uh, such a great uh, name. Uh, somebody somebody somebody's dog uh, uh, presumably impregnates another dog, and uh, they wind up going to Judge Bird's court. Um, and, uh, that's, uh, that's about, that's about, uh, all with that, you know, uh, uh, you have to, you have to go in and you have to watch it. Otherwise, you know, uh, I'm just telling you about it and you have to imagine, you know, in your mind what it looks like, you know, but they did a, they did a great job of animating me. I, I thought that, I thought that they, they got, uh, remarkably close to my, uh, you know, uh, good looks. So, well, I like that. It, as long as I got your natural charm, guys. I'm going to give a shout out. You know, we give away ATV rides. We know you give. We give out free stuff. I believe we have free shoes this week. We have um, a- ATV rides at off-road rentals. We have floats at True Restadona in Las Vegas. So, if you want one of our freebies, jump on. Tell us what happened in that episode and when you watched it. Excellent. First one to post gets oh, it. Oh wow! Yeah, we'll do go. giveaway based on the show. What was it like to work with uh, Disney? By the way, did they send you to a studio? Were you able to do everything from home? Uh, it was it was it was so cool. I mean, they they sent me the the script naturally, and uh, um, uh, <laughs> I think I told you guys last time that I I looked on the I looked on the script and I thought something was wrong because I was like I saw I saw Judge Bird referred to several times in the script. And I was like, uh, I had to call them, you know, like, hey, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a bailiff, right? And they're like, yeah, we know you're a bailiff, but on this cartoon, <laughs> you're, 
you're, you're the a judge. judge. And I was like, wow, you know, you know, man, I had to get the promotion from uh, from Disney, you know. Um, but, you know, uh, Disney runs go, the world. I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Say it again. It it actually counts because Disney runs the world. That's what I, that's what I say. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. Listen, if you can make a rat with no shirt and a duck with no pants be able to run around kids all day long and uh, make them have fun, I figure you can do anything. You know. Yep. So, uh, so, so yeah. So I I I go down. You know, I go down to the studio, man, and uh, you know, of, of course, this was uh, this was uh, post COVID. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm in this studio by myself and, um, they have a zoom screen, uh, up on, up in front of me. And so I'm looking at different faces of, uh, of, uh, 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 directors and ADs and, and, and all kinds of people who are up there. Um, I guess just watching me say what I have to say and hoping, you know, helping me to get it right. Um, and, uh, it was, but but it was so comfortable. I could see myself doing that for the rest of my life, you know, just, uh, rolling up in my pajamas, jumping out of the car, going into the studio, do your voiceover, jump back in the car, go home, go to bed. I could see that. That, that honestly sounds incredible. I would just, I would just say, be careful because it is Disney after all. And as far as we are all aware, they may own your car and your pajamas at this point. Well, you also have to take <laughs> you, you also have to take into account Disney's the biggest purveyor of porn in the world. This so might be, be using car pajamas and pornography. <laughs> they listen. They, you know, like I said, you know, just remember the mouse with no shirt and the duck with no pants. You know, <laughs> yeah. So, oh, they get away you know, with it. That, 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 I do. That goes I do. on a lot at Disney, and it's, it's been mm-hmm. it's been years. You know? <laughs> I love it. So, yeah. for you, you're one of those stars that. I don't think you ever realize you're like, you, you're really chill. You're hugely famous. Everyone knows who you are and you're so chill. Is it because you don't realize how famous you are and how well-known you are? Or do you just not let it go to your head? And that, by the way, is the question we got asked last time you were on, on Twitter. You know, you know, uh, the, uh, uh, this past week uh, I wrapped doing uh, a, a, a six part, uh, mini series that's coming out on FX uh, called the Sterling Affairs, and uh, um, um, this is about the Donald Sterling uh, L.A. Clippers fiasco, yeah. and, and uh, you know, and uh, and so Lawrence Fishburne is is one of the uh, is, is one of the, the, the co-stars of it, and uh, and Ed O'Neill, uh, Al Bundy, <laughs> my man, he plays uh, he plays Donald Sterling, and so. Um, the last time we we filmed, I didn't get a chance to to say anything to Ed or, or or take a picture with him. So this time I said, man, let me let me be bold because this may be the last day that that we're working with any scenes together. I'll just go over to him and you know, like you know, express my admiration for his work and everything. And so I go over to him and I, hey, uh, Mr. O'Neill, I said, I just you know, I just wanted to say to you, man, that. Uh, you know, I've always enjoyed you as Al Bundy and, uh, you know, uh, uh, in, uh, uh, modern, modern family. And, uh, I said, I also saw you, man, you know, you played, uh, my man, uh, Popeye Doyle, uh, you know, from the French connection, you, you, you played him, uh, in a, in a, in a remake of, uh, of the French connection. So he's like, oh yeah. He says, John, you saw that. I appreciate that. 
And he looks at me and he stared at me and he goes, but he says, I, where do I know you from? I, I know you like, you know, like, like the back of my hand. I know you, man. And I look and I go, well, I don't, I don't know if you've ever seen Judge Judy. And he goes, wait a minute, bird. And I go, yeah. And he goes, man, he goes, I watched you every day. He says, matter of fact, he says, I probably watched you more than you watched me. And I was so humbled, dude. I was like, really? <laughs> you know, this is, this is, you know, so it's times like that where I am totally floored that somebody whose caliber of work and, and body of work I, I've, I've come to admire, you know, tells me that, you know, they, they've been watching me and that they've enjoyed me, you know, so you know, I'm 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 just not a I'm not really a Hollywood guy type of guy, but uh, you know, but it but it's times like that that I I feel that I've earned my place as a thespian, and I said <laughs> thespian, thespian, you know. Well, I gotta say, I am a male. To have... I am a male lesbian, though. That and that is good too. That is always a good way to be. The uh, <laughs> I, I'm really surprised. Like, I think Ed O'Neill was a good choice, but you couldn't have anyone less racist playing Donald Sterling, anyone less yeah. racist playing anyone so racist. Like it, it, the dichotomy is incredible. Donald Sterling's just a piece of shit. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I sneezed. I sneezed. Right. right. I, I personally would have gotten Donald Trump to portray uh, yes! Donald Sterling. Would have been you know, yeah, perfect. Typecast, right? <laughs> yeah. Type, uh, perfect. Is a loudmouth, braggadocious racist. He's now perfect. I got to see you on a show with Donald Trump. No, don't do that to him. <laughs> Go watch it now. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, yeah, it's like, I know, don't. I know, you know. I've I've made I've managed to to live sixty five years in relative obscurity. Please don't 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 uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't don't associate me with the with the orange man. You know, Ugh. the orange but, man. Oh, they know. do say that all uh, what was it? It was all totalitarian leaders always look odd for their time. I mean, Hitler had the weird mustache. Look at Donald Trump's hair, Mussolini. Pick any of them. So when the next senator right, runs for yeah. office, looking for some weird characteristics. Weird characteristics usually mean weird leader. Uh, it it is so yeah. bizarre to me. It is so bizarre. But I, I love that. I'm going to watch that. When is that due out? Um, so I think they're talking about uh, maybe around October uh, to coincide with the uh, uh, with the start of the NBA season. Um, then. Um, if if you know, of course, if 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 it if it's coming out any sooner, I will definitely notify you guys. Will you know? Please. And uh, if you'll allow me, I will come back on your show and uh, expose myself. I mean, I mean expose uh, when they when they see. Every to, time uh, you say something like that, I end up getting naked pictures from female listeners. <laughs> <laughs> they don't go to him; they go to me. <laughs> I, 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 keep, I keep telling you, you have my number, forward them, and I'll get rid of that stuff for you. <laughs> he's, he's he's helping. He's helping get rid of it. That's very kind of you. I'm sure watching. I'm sure watching Bear, uh, you know, filter through those things is probably you know, you know, kind of uh, trying for you. So, I will alleviate you. <laughs> I, I am an I'm an athletic I'm an athletic male. So all I get are less athletic males complimenting me and sending me dick pics. I don't get women. <laughs> it's true. The athletes so, just well, get I'm, guys I'm, going, I'm a, I will I'm, suck your 
I had a guy ask well, me for feet well, pics, I'm, an, man. I'm an athletic supporter, you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, yeah my, 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 my stage name is Jacques Strap. You know, so. yeah, I, love it. <laughs> I like that. That's fantastic. Now, we have about two minutes to break. Give a shout out. Where can everyone find you on Insta? Uh, look for me on, uh, what is it, uh, Bird the Bailiff on, on, on Instagram and Twitter and uh, Petri Hawkins Bird on uh, Facebook. I love that. It's excellent. I know. I, I really like that. It's funny. The uh, I, I have to keep play- explaining to people what Petri. They're like, but it's Bird. I'm like, you know, he understand his first name is I, not Bird and his last name is not Bailiff, yeah, right? I thought it was Bird for the longest time, but I was a kid. Right. Although after learning it, I think Adonis is like a, a Oh my awesome God, that is like the sexiest name ever. That really is. Like, I, I guess it technically is literally the sexiest name you could possibly have. Yeah. When you when you run through, anytime you hear the name of Don, it's always portrayed by just these big, like, muscular, above, kind of like God. Like him. To the people. Like Bird. Right, there you go. Right, plays, right, right. He lives right. up to in, the name. In, 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 this, in this case, in this, in this case is, is just ironic, and it's, it's the exact opposite. You know? Oh, not at all. You know. Adonis yeah, is always in, tall I'm and handsome. Shape. <laughs> I, I'm in shape. A, I'm round as round as a shape. So, <laughs> well, I got a keg. I don't have a six pack, sir. <laughs> well, that's right. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys, we are going to go to break. When we come back, we are going to be on with, you'll keep calling him Bale of Birds, so we're going to go with that. And, of course, my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, the man that is starving himself and complaining constantly, Bear Fiora. We'll be right back after this. (laughs) Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on voiceamerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to the Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in. At Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. 
G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, okay. Summer Helene. And I got to tell you, before but before the... Uh, please don't punch the chandelier. I almost knocked the chandelier. Um, before, <laughs> before, before, right during the break, I like had to run and take off I had a sports bra. It was the first time I tried to wear one since my surgery, and they took out some rib cartilage. Oh, my God, it hurt. I don't know what idiot put that sports bra on me, but that person should be punished. And now there's some guy out there jerking off to a cut in your boob. It's under, and what the hell? Hey, you started this. That that is not a thing. Nobody would be into that. You don't know that. It's not, it's not me. I swear it's, it's not me. It's not a I do want to remind everyone every time we use bad language on the show, we give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America, the Humane Society of America, and free MMA. We swear because we can. Wait, is jerking off a bad word? Yes, now? it is. Right, I'm sorry. And it's it's one of those yes, like this is. is why we can't put the show up on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean we could, but it can't monetize. Yes. yes. You 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 might want to use terms like fiddle with your middle. You know, yeah, there that, you go. That, I think that's acceptable, right? So we are on with the Love one, it. the only bale of bird, which I know you guys keep calling him that, and a whole bunch of other dirty things that I'm not going to repeat. And my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, and you guys keep calling him a bunch of things I'm not going to repeat. No, no, no. It's okay. We don't have to share you that. You have to time. repeat them. You swear because you care. I swear because I care. Well, mostly they just ask him for feet pics and dick pics. They call me daddy. And they call him daddy. <laughs> oh well, oh well, little girl. No, uh, the, the the worst. No, it's a bunch of dudes, man. It's dudes, yeah. It's it's, dudes. It's, oh, oh well, one. little fella. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you know, I on a side note, I was thinking about this last time, but I I didn't get a chance to ask it. You've had an extensive career uh, in the limelight, be it Judge Judy or various projects like The Proud Family. Now you have like special. Uh, do you have you had any? Uh, gigs or jobs that you uh, regret taking over your time? Um, wow. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, there was there was there was one um, <laughs> there was one low. I mean, ultra low budget uh, uh, western um, that I, that I was involved in, and uh, and and what I regret doing was. Uh, I, I should have known that I was in trouble when it was a Western that one did not require Western gear. Uh, it didn't require me to dress as a cowboy. And two, there were no, there were no horses involved, you know? So I was like, well, how is, how is this a Western? How, I, you know? And uh, the guy just kept looking at me and he was like, uh, no, no, no. You, you know, he realized that, you know, we're going to use CGI and we're going to actually, uh, you know, be able to superimpose the horse in the scene. And I was like, oh, my okay. God. So, yeah. So, so uh, um, and, and to answer your next question, no, I do not know where you can find it. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was coming. That was coming. So That's coming. Yeah, that was. <laughs> this is yeah, horrible. I, I was, uh, you know, yeah, I, I never saw the CGI horse appear, and uh, none of that, none of that. So, I just, just I desperately um, wanted to know: was the horse stick figure? Was they it like just superimposed pictures of horses in the sky? Yeah. No, no, no. That would be, <laughs> see that. What would be funny? That could be. That could be like kind of kitchen cool. I'm not opposed to that. Like if they put like a stick figure horse. And, and and made it like kitchen funny. That could be cool. It does not sound like that's how this yeah. went. Well, well, you know, the other thing is you have to be ultra careful because, yeah, they could CGI the horse in, but, you know, what the horse might be doing, 
with you, you know, uh, it, it may not be you riding the horse. It could be the other way around. So, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Next, well, next time him... I'll demand to see the horse, you know. <laughs> they, just have you, they ask you to bend over. Why am I bending over? Don't worry about it, man. Just pick that up off the ground. <laughs> right. You know, I, I knew something was wrong with the dialogue. You know, hey, excuse me, man. Where's the horse at? You know. So. <laughs> it's well, see, it's, <laughs> right it's behind funny. you. Right behind you, cowboy. You know. So. Oh, cowboy. Yeah. It's... <laughs> 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 no, that dialogue would work if it was done by Mel Brooks. That's the only time that dialogue works. <laughs> That's right. Sounds like a Mel Brooks movie. Because I, I still say the Mel reason Brooks. Mel Brooks hasn't made any films recently is he couldn't make any of his stuff now if he wanted to. Oh, man. Probably get canceled. <laughs> they, right. they the, the world has become Brooks. an ultra sensitive place, you know. You know uh, you Could you imagine them trying to put out like. Blazing saddles today. Yeah. Do a blazing saddles. You, you know, saddles it always remake. kills me. The first thing people say when, uh, when, when, when they think of, uh, you know, uh, the changing times that we're in, uh, is is one of the first things they always say is, you know, Mel Brooks couldn't have made Blazing Saddles now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I go, always. I go right, right, right. You know, but you think about it, you say, but he could back then. <laughs> You know, well, here's the thing. With all, with he all... couldn't have made. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay, that we lost. Uh, yeah, it's cutting in and out. Sorry. The uh, he uh, couldn't have made spaceballs today. Yeah. Yeah, we got now. you now. He couldn't have made spaceballs today. You can't call someone a Druish princess. <laughs> You know, I, I, I'm sorry, but you know, when you think about it, all in the family couldn't have been made today. Oh hell you know, no! You know, like like Archie Bunker wouldn't wouldn't you know, you know. I remember, I remember, <laughs> I remember him saying, uh, "Well, Archie, why wouldn't you want to go to England?" He says, "Because England's a fair country," you know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, but. But you know what? The the fun, the weird part is that um, you know back then you knew what people were thinking. You know, even if they weren't thinking of you in a complimentary sense, you knew what they were thinking. You know, now you know everything is everything is hidden and and, and disguised. And you know, hey, don't call me the N word. It's like, but we all know what the N stands for. So. You, you mean to tell pretend. me we just can't say it, you know? That's it. Well, I mean, you know, uh, but, Mel Brooks but actually... Think, ha- but we can think it, you know. You know. You can, the, the, I think the yeah. problem is, it's something I heard a long time ago. People that are afraid of that kind of language are usually the people that are thinking it. What led to a more progressive society was putting this on television, putting it under a microscope. I mean, the first interracial kiss was on Star Trek. Um Dr. King actually wrote uh, Nichelle and asked her not to leave the show because it showed a future of integration. Television has been right. the kind of census and odometer for, for what's been going on in the world. And uh, one of the things I was just told by my sound engineer is History of the World Part 2 is releasing uh, on Hulu as a two-part movie in March, and it's written by Mel Brooks. I want to see how much of it they changed because nothing written by Mel Brooks is getting through clean anymore. 
Maybe, it's not going to happen. Maybe that's wow. Even South need. Park couldn't get put on today. Well, what gave us a more progressive society was having this stuff put out there. Seeing Archie Bunker behave right. that way made others not want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 it, and it held it up. It held it up to ridicule for yes. for for what it really was. You know exactly. Uh, you know that 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 it was it it was ridiculous for people to think like that. You know you you took you took a figure like Archie Bunker and you said, hey, you know here 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 here's a here's an asshole. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. and he's the head of this he's the head of this family, but everybody in the family thinks the opposite of Archie Bunker. You know he's the antithesis of of what of what everybody wants to be. You know, and uh, you know, but you know, that's 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 how that's how things go. You know, when when you when you hide them in dark places and and nobody knows, you know, you don't you don't know what your next door neighbor is thinking. I would rather know what my next door neighbor thinks of me, okay, and be able to to adjust uh, my relationship with him or her accordingly. You know, I, or, or, I agree. Or, or maybe maybe I shouldn't say him or her. Maybe I should say they or them, right? It. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with it. When you get into racist territory, you get to be an it. The the, the reality, yeah, they, I think, there you go. by by trying to to sugarcoat everything, I think that hatred lives in the dark very very much. Uh, I took my son uh, a couple of years ago was was uh, killed by a drunk driver. Uh, when he was, I got him when he was about 12 and I took him to a store to pick up mm-hmm. some stuff for Hanukkah. And one of the things that had happened was he and I going through it and someone had said to me, he's like, Hey, you don't want that. That's Jew shit. The Christmas stuff's over there. And I froze and my son turned around and looked at him at 12 and was like, no, thank you. We want the Jew shit and carried on with what we're doing and I looked at him and, and I, I'm I'm horrified because I froze and I looked at him and I was like that was sharp watch your mouth but that was sharp and he uh he I said but, but, you know what made you think like to do that shit. yep that's it and he's like uh I was like what made you think to do that and he said mom I'm black I deal with this all the time wow wow you know yeah. gutted I was fucking yeah. gutted you know but that's you know that that's that's how that's how we come we come back against you know ignorance like that. It's like again we we shine we shine a light on it to show how ridiculous it is. You know, um, you know uh, I, I once I I once told somebody you know I said uh, I don't care if you call me one. Okay, what I care about is if you treat me like one. That's you know. You know, and 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 they 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 kill me because I I go you know the only people who think that that pardon me my French but niggers are black all niggers are black are ignorant people who don't realize that there are white niggers and there are red niggers and there are yellow niggers and that you 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 can go through the entire spectrum okay you know if if whatever is considered to be low down and despicable about being a nigger, okay, if people don't think that that subscribes to people in every race and every nationality, you know, you know, you you just you just change you're just changing the name, you're just changing the title, you know, but the attitude of the people 
okay, is the same. No matter no matter what no matter what race, creed you know, creed or color that you that you go to, they're going to be those who are considered the niggers. The the, the low down, despicable, stay away from them, something's wrong with them people. Everybody everybody has those in their in their race. They just change the name. You know? It's very, very and true. So you know. And so it's like, it's well, the... hey, stop, stop, stop being, stop, stop being so afraid of, 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 a, of, of a word, you know, don't, don't, don't let a, don't let a word freeze your, your, your ability to assess how you treat people and how, and, 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 and the dignity with which you, 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 you treat them and, and, and afford them certain rights, you know, certain human rights, you know, I think, you know, so I, I think you're dead right there. Um, sound engineer just wrote in, uh, Archie Bunker was the hinge, uh, was the hinge in the conversation, uh, was the hinge the, the, conversation, the conversation started, started on. Uh, and he, you want to read that? I can't say. So the, the way the way he wrote it was, uh, Archie Bunker was the hinge the conversation started on and was able to be turned to a better view. I like that. And I think you hit the head. Every group um, at some time is marginalized. But I think by making the, the the cancel culture and i'm liberal as it gets like i'm left of lenin but this cancel culture thing that america has going on has made it so that oh. people are oh i, I want to know i want to know who has the problem with the fact that i'm a jew or i'm a catholic or whatever i want to know i don't want that language to be covered up well, i think what it does is it's going to breathe. i want that warning sign what is the reason why we were able to we harboring hate when it starts in silence when it starts with people who cannot talk we don't talk about publicly you just keep it that way and it happens in smaller increments and it happens to people around you people you think are not going to speak out against it and so right while we repress it we don't really know what's happening what these people are thinking about and what can happen next we've already watched cancel culture start and then we watched we Trump watched it in office, world war ii and then we watched the attack of the capital. It it just seems that things have progressively it rather than stop people from being racist, we've just encouraged people to try and be more broad and louder and more aggressive with oh, their and, racism. And well I think I think we've asked them to code it differently. I'm gonna ask you, you've grown up, you've watched change here in the United States. What is it like for you watching this culture where you don't know who's coming at you because everyone has to be quiet? It, it it's it's uh, it's it's crazy because um, I I can't the reality is I can't, I can't change your mindset one I can't change I can't change your mindset uh, that that either you grew up with or you 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 gained access to because of you know the crowd that you hang out with I can't I can't I can't change that. You know, uh, no more than I could change your heart or your or your or your attitude about about anything that that you like. If 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 you like, uh, if if you're a guy or girl and you like you like blondes, you prefer blondes over redheads or over brunettes. You know, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be able to change that. You know, and 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 why should I? It's it's your right to feel how you feel. You know, again, when you when what you think impinges upon my right to freedom to uh, purchase a house somewhere or to get uh, decent insurance at a decent price or or to you know just be able to have access to you know to a to a club or to a game or to a particular neighborhood 
when it, when it does that, that's when we have the problem. That's that's when it when it impinges upon my right as a human being just to you know pursue life, liberty, and and happiness. Then then then, then that's when I that's when I have an issue. But I would again, I would rather know. I would rather know what you think. I would rather defend to the death your right to mm-hmm. say what you think and to think what you think. That's, that's, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a human right. That's a human right that should be afforded to everybody, you know. And as long as what you think doesn't impinge upon my right, then, you know, then, 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 then I'm cool with it. I'm cool I with think it. That- you know, I, I don't spend all my time thinking, you know, hey, hey listen, uh, where do you keep your Jew shit? You know? <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> I like that. No, I just want to know where you keep your Jew, your Jew shit because, you know, I went to this other place and they hid their Jew shit in the back because <laughs> they didn't want to offend me. You know? I love that. That's brilliant. I'm you know, still not. Put the Jew shit right in the front, you know, so that, that way I know where to get it, you know. I think I think that's kind of – there's a great comment here again from Stan Engine. He's brilliant, so I steal his shit all the time. Um, since Occupy Wall Street happened, there's been a push away from individualism to everyone fits in a category and it's fracturing us more. And I agree with that. I think trying to force people into a category or force them into a, a certain set of behaviors has fractured us a great deal. And I agree with you. I, I, one of my favorite quotes is, I may not agree with you, um, but I will fight to my death for your right to say, say what you say. Exactly. Uh, that's a terrible quote. Exactly. I've, I've quoted it badly, but no. that's it. I, I agree no, with no, you No, 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 but, you, but you, you got the essence of it. I absolutely agree with that. I do believe people have the right. Uh, I think Jerry Seinfeld had it very, very well put when he said he didn't want to go um, to stand up at college campuses anymore because he's not going to deal with the, can- the canceling bullshit. He's a comedian. He's meant to be divisive. He's supposed to be divisive. Comedy is a weapon right. we use um, to, to start a broader con- conversation. I think Mel Brooks did that for years. I think most comedians have done that. And when we're at a point that we're censoring our media the way we are now we have a real problem because that is the birth of fascism yeah yeah and and, you know i I mean you know if if you don't if you don't like something or you don't appreciate it or it offendeth you do not listen Mm -hmm. Do do not listen you know um you know and and if you feel the need to speak out against it um, by all means, but when you start when you start with the cancel culture stuff, you know, then then what you're saying is that that people, you know, people can't express themselves, you know, and and uh, and and that they have to be responsible for you being responsible to your to yourself, you know, uh, you know, if, if, if again if I don't like something, if if I have a problem with 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 R. Kelly's, um, you know sexual habits, you know, and, and his proclivity towards, uh, you know, peeing on young girls or something like that, that then uh, I don't have to dance to his music, you know, but there's not, I, I shouldn't have a finger pointed at me if I'm still dancing to his music. You know, there was, there was nothing that he said that, you know, uh, there, you know, I believe I can fly. There was, there was nothing sensitive, you know, insensitive in that. There, there was nothing that was offensive in that, uh, except, you know, if you're, if you're singing it to a bunch of eagles, you know, 
I think they, some that's interesting. They might take that, uh, umbrage at that, you know. I believe I can fly. Yeah, let me see you. <laughs> Do it, jump, jump. Yep. I, <laughs> jump. I think jump, some that's right? really, yeah. <laughs> Something that's really interesting that a sound engineer just wrote is that the first thing the French Revolution did was jail the poets and the artists that helped sow dissension with the common man so that they couldn't do it again. And right now with us trying to take away people like you said, we're comedians, film, uh, film artists, directors, people like Mel Brooks. Once we stop them from portraying the things we don't want to hear or see about anymore, it's a much easier way to repress us. Well, now that um, Bailiff Bird is going to be canceled for saying Jew shit, yeah, um, we we will we'll see where that goes. <laughs> uh, we're at the end of the show. I'd love to have you on again, and we will talk more about Jew shit. Um, yes. Tell everyone again where they can find you on social media. Uh, on uh, Bird the Bailiff. Um, that's B-Y-R-D, the bailiff, on uh, uh, Twitter and um, the other thing, Instagram, <laughs> yes, and uh, Petri Hawkinsburg on Facebook. And just uh, uh, real quick, Bear, because you mentioned uh, the French Revolution, um, yeah. I saw a brilliant film at the opening of the Pan-African Film Festival here in L.A. I saw a brilliant film last night called Chevalier. Chevalier, remember, like like Maurice Chevalier? Maurice Chevalier, Chevalier? Uh, yeah. Okay. Right, Chevalier. It's it is a brilliant, it is a brilliant picture, brilliant movie, um, about about. Uh, the French Revolution and racism and Marie Antoinette and uh, all that good stuff and 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 it has fantastic music in it. Okay, Ooh, I like that. Um, it, it, it's it starts with a du- with dueling violins between Chevalier and uh, and um, Mozart. Um, that's that's how that's how it opens and and it just gets better from there. So Chevalier, I highly recommend. Huh? it. We'll Chevalier. check that out. All right, wonderful. Guys, make sure you're following us at TuneIn BTS. Thank you very, very much for Bailiff Bird, because when I call him anything else, you guys send me hate mail. <laughs> uh, we're definitely going to have him on again before his film premieres. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you guys have anything to say about cancel culture or anything else, you're welcome to write in and talk to us. By all means, tweet it. Yep, tweet it, talk about it, talk about it. And if you disagree with us, I highly encourage you to write it. If you agree with us, I highly encourage you to write it. Write what you think. Write what you believe. Thank you very, very much for joining us, guys. We'll see you next week. This is Behind the Scenes. i got to go get an ice pack on my nose. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.